0: okay thank you for, for joining me Sadaf Ahmadi. I'm so happy that I'm so happy that you're doing this. Um,
1: thank you it's, it's pleasure to be here and talk with you. Uh, I personally wanted to talk with you and, and not only this thing that I, I would like to tell uh, you and your audience um, but also uh, I wanted to know your opinion and it was, yeah, that's I was interesting.
0: Curious about that. Thank you. So, I read about your story in the paper, and I'd like to hear about this because the last few weeks in your life has been <laughs> a lot going on. Um, but you, yeah, I'd like to just hear it from you as this artist, Iranian artist that live you live in Baros. Yes,
1: yeah. I live so- in Boros, and um, uh, I, I immigrated to Sweden three years ago at two thousand twenty. In lockdown, and um, then uh, then I I lost all my community because I was uh, studying and working in cinema since uh, I got to university and then graduated.
0: So, for people listening, um, when so you that's very interesting. You started in in documentary and film work. That's where you started, and now you've moved into this installation work uh, and um, fine yes, art. like art, fine arts. So can you explain to the people who are listening what this concrete means to you in terms of Iran's history? Like explain what the art is, because I've seen it and I think it's fascinating what you have these plates of concrete on the wall and what's behind the concrete and why you chose these people behind the concrete. Because there's two installations. There's this one and then we'll talk about the second one. But I find the concrete and the history of how you explain it to be really, really interesting. So if you explain that.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, really. Um, and uh, I hope that you can uh, see it from close and participate in it, but let's uh, not jump further. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, the, the, comp- the concrete that I found uh, that is very much related to my feelings, uh, then it became uh, like something that it was in the history of Iran. Uh, at least uh, for four decades ago that um protesters and oppositions uh, to islamic regime they've been arrested by uh, by by the regime and um and um so many of them, thousands and thousands were killed and because uh, they uh, recognized that they might not be um, um, believing in the same Islam that they believe or they don't believe in God or uh, they have like different beliefs uh, in uh, religion, Uh, they they are not um, deserving a proper uh, grave. Uh, So they executed them they killed them and uh put it, all their bodies in a mass grave close to iran mm-hmm. tehran and uh covered it with concrete and no one were allowed to go there or put a sign or even a flower uh, on the on the ground and nowadays there, there are so many people like the uh, their uh, wives and children they go there and they try to do and, um, different things, and and it's different now. But it, it was like that for long, for so long. And even when I talk with them, with uh, with uh, some of some of my friends are uh, from the families of um, victims, and uh, they say um, they are gone. No one remember them, and mm-hmm. uh, that's really hurtful. And then uh, I found a relationship with something that I felt from myself. And then uh, I was deciding to put my picture uh, over the canvas, but then uprising happened and I saw all Mm. these uh, people that they are getting killed for the same reason, for protesting and um, for saying that we have rights and we... We believe in freedom of expression. Uh, They just get killed. It's like if I was in Iran, I would uh, be killed too. It was like uh, each of these uh, people that they are getting tortured, killed and kidnapped. They are me, so what 's the use of me using my picture? These are my me, so I used their picture, but it was yeah. very difficult because at the same time that it was happening, and there were a lots of information from Iran and lots of pictures that uh, was posting on Instagram because instagram. Uh, became the only way i mean twitter was also in between but instagram was the most popular that everyone found one only one uh social media to post their loved one's picture and uh and i was all the time searching and it wasn't pleasant of course it it was like uh, like something was all the time choking me Uh, Mm. but still i wanted to do that and and i knew that people in Iran are in my condition uh, in compare with them is like, I'm in heaven and I am like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And they are the ones in the front, but uh, it doesn't meant to me that, okay, so I am useless. Uh, So I wanted to do that. I wanted to Hmm. amplify their, their voice and uh, use their uh, all these pictures that I could find in Instagram. Over uh, canvases, and I choose the uh, square uh, size of the canvas because it looks like an uh, Instagram window. that mm, That's interesting, uh, yeah. That uh, that that afterwards, um, Instagram never uh, came back to the normal Instagram for me and yeah. so many other people. Instagram wasn't fun anymore. And uh, yeah, so this yeah. Uh, was in, uh, so so it, it was like one month after the uprising that uh, I've got a call from, from uh, La Maison du Chapitre, uh, which belongs to uh, Galloway family. Basil Galloway called me and uh, asked about what is happening in Iran. And I said, I am angry. I am uh, trying to do a project, but there are so many obstacles. And he said, come over here. I give you a, an artist residency and a space and you can have time to focus on that. And at the same time, because I'm working in... a in a school, Montessori school, and uh, my boss Susan Johansson uh, was um, knowing about whatever is happening. She was insisting that you have to go uh, to That's this right, artist residency. Yes, yeah. yeah, she supported me for three months and said, "Just go and come back. I saved the uh, mm-hmm. job for you." It's uh, it, 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 I, I definitely she she supported me very much, and uh, yeah so i uh went there and uh showed it to to uh in two different uh, exhibitions and then at the same time in during the artist residency uh chador uh, which was the veil and yeah. uh, uh, that one also was uh, produced in that time over um it was a personal expression to all this for me so let's but let's talk about chador
0: this sculpture because it's this sculpture that has got you in the spotlight and was almost being censored because of the cron because of the situation in Sweden right now the cron burnings and the terror so what is explain to me the sculpture and what it means to you and then explain to me if you felt censored or what your thoughts were about maybe not letting this exhibition happen
1: mhm um uh, yeah, the the chador uh, section was um, was is the root of what is happening to people right now. Um, they uh, bec- um, because there's an explanation about that, of course, in uh, in the rules of Islamic Republic and rules of Islam. Uh, girls become uh, an adult uh, to the religion when a, a girl becomes uh, at the age of nine and so they celebrate uh, for the girl uh, they can have uh, they they should cover their hair and body with chador and um then after that they they are adults they have to um, mm-hmm. pray to god five times a day do fast and all the other things that's why when a girl like, like Mahsa amini becomes 22 she has to cover uh, everything and she she has to uh, do all of this and if she is not uh, in their standard and uh, they are allowed to beat or sh- or torture yeah. or uh kill that person uh, so it was very necessary and it was very connected to myself uh, as a person who was there and who experienced that and who was raised with all these uh, regulars and laws uh, and uh and after that um, it was one at first, uh, and then uh, for uh, for the second exhibition that I had in the same place in south of France, uh, I made 10 of them. And uh, this 10 of them was going back to the picture that I had from the school that we've been forced and to uh, pray to God every day after we've been nine. For like four years, something, I was uh, 12, 13, that Mm -hmm. uh, me and my friend, we've been uh, very feeling like elevated to God. It was already like four years we've been doing Mm -hmm. that and uh, we felt um, very spiritual and very light feeling. I felt that I love Islam and this is Islam. But at the same time, there is something bothering because I can't uh, play soccer with boys anymore. I can't mm-hmm. bike the bicycle. I, it was like I was uh, doing like professionally. I was a kid, but I was doing very strongly gymnastic by that time. And my body was very important for me, especially in that age, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden, uh, I was, not all of a sudden, but uh, I can remember it like during two, three years. I felt um, I'm losing my body. I'm losing my arms. I have to cover it up. It's not important yeah. anymore. So uh, I made this uh, statues uh, with only the head of a woman, and a uh, chador is covering all the the rest. And it's there like is a long a... veil.
0: It's a, it's a long yes. veil. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: This long veil that in Parsi we call it chador uh, mm-hmm. is um, over the head. And uh, nothing else um mm-hmm. as a as a human or as a woman. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was uh
0: sorry. No no I'm listening. <laughs> I I find this very interesting. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Uh please tell me when I was like going. No, 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 go on. Oh, well. Yeah. And uh yeah, so um that was um and that was the uh, whole concept to to make them um uh, be hanged uh, because of this uh, spiritual elevation to be hanged from the ceiling and um then uh, a little bit up above the ground and okay. uh, people uh, could be uh, able to walk uh, between them to feel surrounded by them because it's different when when you feel like okay, I know what is right, I know uh, what I should do with my life, for example, but when you are surrounded by opposite, uh, Mm -hmm. then you are in minority and you have to choose. There is only two ways that you have Mm -hmm. to choose one way in between, that you want to join the the majority or you want to be left alone and still uh, doing what you think is right.
0: From... From what I understand, then, the Chador um, sculptures has a lot to do with spirituality and a restriction of spirituality. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that that became such a polarizing thing, though? Why do you think that if that's... Because I read that you say clearly over and over again, this is not a criticism of Islam, criticism of political Islam. But why Mm -hmm. did this exhibition become so controversial if what you're sort of talking about is spirituality and... Maybe not controlling that for a woman and letting her express her own spirituality
1: yes exactly uh, this is uh, this is about the rules uh, that 's why I put it concrete over the chador uh, hmm. because uh Islam, by what I was seeing uh, in the family in my family, with my grandmother, for example, hmm. or my friends that uh, any everyone that they uh, consider themselves as muslim they they are not uh, into forcing anyone to have the same belief and uh, they respect everyone with any belief even uh, people that they don't believe in God or uh, uh, whatever religion that they want to believe um, that's the spirituality that I'm talking about and it doesn't have any relationship with uh, politics and rules it's just for a person inside um, the heart and it i feel that because i was there when i was like 12 13 and uh, i know that it feels very good for that person that believes in um that kind of islam but when the politics comes in between and makes the rules that you have to cover your uh, body you have to uh, pray five times a day to be called as muslim you have to do that that, that, and then uh, in after that Uh, then it's politics that is ruling over your beliefs. And uh, right now, why it it became so sensitive, and I am trying to insist over that, that it's not um, anti-Islam thing that I am saying, it's anti-politics that is ruling Islam, because the politics of Islam wants power, and it doesn't leave any room for other beliefs or other religion. But uh, we are, uh, we want to live in democracy and every religion has to have their own space mm-hmm. and their own peace. So uh, it's not uh, right to, uh, I mean, me, in my opinion, as an artist, uh, I want to express that, that uh, in my opinion, it's not right to just put the attention to any religion specifically, like one individual religion yeah. and then others, uh, should be quiet because they are, yeah. um, frightening because, yeah. uh, because they want to do something, uh, that it, it's exactly like, uh, like, uh, I am working in, in, in the school and we have like from one year old, uh, to 17 years old and, and I see, uh, that, um, that very smart teachers, uh, working in the, in the, uh, for school, uh, in, um, in the, like, um, how do you call it? Uh, the first years that, uh, yeah. th- th- they are in the school, uh, like, uh, when two kids are, um, fighting, uh, with each other and struggling. Uh, one of them, uh, mostly one of them is, uh, doing the annoying thing to the other one. So, uh, so first I see the teachers go to the uh, person who, uh, does the annoying thing and they say, stop it, stop, stop Mm. making, uh, this annoying thing that's annoying. And, uh, then when the kid stops, then the other kid starts to shout that, yeah, th- this, yeah. this one was uh, annoying me very much. But uh, if uh, the second um, kid uh, uh, keeps going like that, that's the time that say, okay, we know that you're hurt, but stop it, please. Okay, now yeah. we are in, in an understanding about each other. And then let's talk and then we talk about it i see that, of course the society is so bigger and it's not like yeah. simple like this but we are still having that kid inside and it's from time to time it's very good to just go back to the same simple rules maybe mm.
0: well i'm a feminist and I, I my personal belief is that it's really hard to reconcile feminism with religion so i don't think religion advances women's rights but every individual woman has to have that discussion with herself but to have the discussion with herself means she has to have the freedom to have that discussion and the freedom to express and to create art and this is what I think is very important to like That I think is important to women in feminism is we have to protect we have to protect a democracy that can allow women to be women and allow the spirituality if we want to be spiritual to be there in us so I do, I, re- I read the articles that you were quoted where you, you said when there was an attempt to kind of shut down this exhibition, you said you felt like you're in Iran again, where you can't express yourself. And this is really important because the, half the population, like, like women can't express themselves in Iran, but I don't want to just point to Iran. There's many countries. I'm from Sri Lanka and we had a civil war and I know what it's like for my parents to rise up against The regime and the government and to face death threats and to flee the country so what you're saying is that why should we restrict this our expressions now you feel like you're in iran so explain to me how the process has happened so they restricted you they tried to give you a basement i think a black box you said no um now you have a new place but why you have you have to Protect this expression here. And and yeah, just why you think that that's important to you as an artist and as a woman, female artist. And I would say as a working class female artist, because you're working very hard and you're working in study, I work also in elderly care and I run a podcast and I do comedy. And this is the life of a woman. We work and we want to be free and work and express ourselves. And I think that's really beautiful that we're just Bro.
1: hardworking artists. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh- I love it uh, as long as it's possible. And um, when I face the censorship that it, uh, it, and especially because the reason was exactly like the reason that you face it in Iran, uh, like repetitively that um, your work is very good and strong, but uh, mm. it can hurt the feelings of Muslims, for example, it can hurt the feelings of believers. And, and I was like, i am talking and expressing exactly something my experience and uh, and if that is uh, making a problem for for some people and uh, to to find it uh, hurtful and sensitive so uh, it's awakening some feelings and uh, so th- so it means that there is something there we cannot mm-hmm. uh, ignore it so so let's uh, bring it on let's, let's have a debate let's discuss exactly yeah let's let's mm-hmm. discuss about it it's like when you push uh, when you go to a doctor and they push your body it hurts it doesn't say ah okay it's not important because it's a hand mm-hmm. uh, like the other part it, it's like yeah it, it hurts so let's see what is this and, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, I see that um, because of the uh, specific situation that we have with women of Iran, that they are um, Muslims, but they want their freedom of uh, expression and yeah. um, uh, they want their freedom to, uh, to even say if, if they don't want to be a Muslim, they don't want to uh, do any uh, ra- law. Uh, or uh, rules that mm-hmm. uh, they they are forced to. Uh, they they want this freedom and they are fighting for that. They, uh, the whole country was fighting for that. Uh, and uh, not only women, men also got killed and executed and yeah. still they are in prison. So it is uh, it is a feministic subject, but it's more like a human's right, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. of course. And it's like uh, they are all completing each other. And it's yeah. a human's right to have this freedom. And if it's uh, in a country... Uh, that is uh, one of the most important countries in freedom of of expression. If I, because I am talking about a sensitive subject uh, and because of safety matters, I get censored, that's a big, uh, big deal. And that's why the whole Sweden, whole Sweden uh, is uh, talking about that, is supporting my work and is... I'm uh, really glad about that. I'm very glad. Me too. I am Mm -hmm. so surprised. I knew that theoretically and i've been living that like everyday life but it wasn't so bold like this uh, and and one day uh, between in in last week that uh, it was like really overwhelming but uh, one day i was so panicky and i was so stressed and i was like i i never thought that it can be like this but uh, it's happening right now but all of a sudden uh A lot of articles uh, came out and a lot of friends were just sending me a lot of text and articles and newspapers and Hannah gran uh, that she was um she was the first person who uh interviewed me and she was writing about the whole situation and then uh I was like. Oh, my God, it's like the pack of wolf are now screaming for me and supporting me. And, and, and me, by me, it, 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 yes, I am Sadaf Ahmadi now that they are supporting me, but they are supporting freedom of expression yes. through me. Yes, and that's That was that was uh, really. And I'm I'm saying that, and I, I get goosebumps because yeah. because uh, because it's very precious that the society be so aware uh, and so sensitive about uh, something like that. That in Iran, for example, I was facing that, and my friends and so many people are uh, in prison, for example, because yeah. of this um, uh, matter. Uh, And still they can go on with their power. But here they've been like fighting against that. And and I am really happy. I am lucky. And I am uh, grateful for that. And and I would never uh, leave this uh, path of freedom of expression because this is something that we...